What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An Ironic Media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, it's me and you. I am answering your questions you sent me via email and some of the questions you put into our podcast reviews. And I am going to cut through all the crap and the nonsense when we search out stuff online, right? And I am going to be talking all things healthy living. I'm giving you my tips and tricks to healthy living, whether it's my keto diet nutrition tips and tricks on how to accelerate fat loss or increase energy or how to cut brain fog, get rid of your aches and pains. I want you to stop feeling sick and tired and I want you to live vibrantly and I want you to overall wake up feeling awesome every single day. So I'm going to keep it simple on these little episodes and I'm going to give you simple strategic steps that you can incorporate today to start feeling better tomorrow. So are you ready to do this together? If you want some help along the way, check out my website, drlisao.com. You can find all my favorite things over there. My blueprints, my guides, my quick starts, my cookbooks. Go drlisao.com forward slash bio for all of those. Otherwise, you can listen to this podcast at drlisao.com. You can buy my supplements over at drlisao.com. If you're really ready to take your health up a notch, 
Go ahead and book a discovery call with either me or one of my team members. And let's see and give you those strategic steps to make sure you are feeling amazing. All right, ladies, this one is really for you. Like, and if your guys are doing this with you, men, y'all, you guys can do keto all the time. Um, I still, you know, if you did it for quite a while, that's when you're going to start seeing the dimply fat. You're going to start seeing some things. You're going to notice your, your stalling and your weight loss. So if you've got your male guy here with you going through this program with you, ladies, um, they don't necessarily have to cycle carbs. Uh, but you know, again, after you become pretty fat adapted, you can go in and add a ketosis. And I would recommend that because if you do this for a really long time, Again, if you are going for keto for the next year, you're going to start noticing some different things. What happens is the body will say, I think I'm in a starvation mode. So let's start holding on to the fat. And so that's when we're not losing the fat. Sometimes people will notice like an increase in cellulite. They'll notice cellulite like on their belly, even, you know, that bubbly, the dimply fat. Um, and that's the reason like you've been in ketosis for too long. Okay. So, um, that's again, long, long haul keto, especially for the guys, but women, this one is specifically for you. And this is how we're going to taper or not taper carbs. This is how we're going to increase our carbohydrates dependent upon where we are in our cycle. So ladies, even if you are, if you're in menopause, right? Like you can just kind of pick a day and figure this one out when you feel ready. If you're just like, I really want a chocolate cake. I've just been craving cake. Like let's push it out a little bit longer. All right. But if you're like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty fat adapted. I'm not really craving this, but like, I'm doing okay. Let's, let's continue. Let's see how you're doing. But when you get to that point where you're like, okay, it's been about a month or I'm lost my amount of weight that I need to lose. you got a ton of weight. Like I said before, we're going to look at this at like month two, month three, but I want you to have the information as to when to look in your cycle. All right. So there's so much information out there regarding our periods. There's so much information on like you do a quick search on Google and you're going to find things going opposite all the time. Like how to work out for your cycle on this one based on this versus how to work on your cycle based on this. But I'm going to go through because I've even seen it with some of my uh, experts that I've interviewed based on, Hey, is there a baby? This is the type of exercise that you should be doing. I.e., is there a baby implanted or is there not versus Hey, these are our hormones. This is what it's good for at this time period. This is the type of exercise we should do. These are the type of foods we should be eating. So um, we can look at it and it's, I guess, kind of looking at your goals that way, but I'm going to take the approach of these are our hormones. This is where they're at during the 28 days of our cycle. And if you're like a 30 day, you know, pretty routine period lady, we're just going to tack on like two extra days when we talk about ovulation and stuff. Um, but we'll go through, I'm going to talk to you about exactly how to tell when you're ovulating. I think a lot of times women can tell but otherwise we're going to, we're going to go through all of this stuff. So first off, I just want to explain what the hormones are so that way you understand what they do. Okay. So estrogen is basically estrogen is what makes us a woman, right? It increases our bone density. So as we go into menopause, our estrogen decreases. That's why osteoporosis is such a big deal for us in our menopausal age. So uh, the deal though, with estrogen, it's got to be in this nice, wonderful balance because when it's way too high as an estrogen dominance, that's when we start to gain weight. And especially in our hips, our thighs, our butt, right? Our belt, like this whole area. So we want them nicely balanced. What really stinks is in our society today, especially in North America, we are pumping our animals full of estrogen to make them big. And so if we're not eating organic animals and organic 
products from our animals, we're getting those excess estrogens. So unfortunately, so many women out and men, which that's not cool for you either. We are estrogen dominant. Okay. So estrogen, it's great. And again, everything that I'm talking about, I love to see our hormones. It's like a very nice, delicate dance. It's a nice orchestra that has to happen. And, and the example that I use a lot of times, it's like, it's the drunk dance party that's actually going on in our body. And that's not necessarily what we want. We want a beautiful, harmonious flow of our hormones. And so I'm going to give you those caveats as to why we're looking at certain things with keto, because oftentimes I hear this and this is not right, but you hear it a lot. Oh, these menopausal women restarted their periods when they went keto. If you're 75 or 80 years old, you should not be having a period. And so what's happening is as we're, there's twofold, we have increased our fats a ton and we are not eating organic. And therefore we're getting a lot of extra estrogen in our diet now. Second plastics. And there's so many things, this chemicals in our lives are xenoestrogens or they mimic estrogen. And so if we have a lot of that stuff and those are toxins and they store in our fat. And so what happens is we lose the fat, we start to release that as well. So we're getting bombarded. We're like living in this estrogen sea. So we really need to make sure that our body can adapt to that. We need to make sure that our liver is functioning properly to help process out those hormones. And most importantly, we need to make sure our gut is healthy. So that way we don't reabsorb these hormones after our liver has done the detoxification of them. Okay. So estrogen, we also have progesterone, which prepares our uterus for the implantation of an egg. It is what will hold on to a pregnancy. It increases fat burning, which is beautiful. It's kind of uh, antidepressant like progesterone is when we're just feeling pretty good. And so this is why estrogen and progesterone, obviously beautiful balance that needs to happen. And unfortunately, so many of us are estrogen dominant and therefore we have way too little progesterone. And so we're just not seeing, not feeling how we should, right? So we want to make sure we're feeling great. And so our progesterone needs to be nice too. Testosterone, this is what you think of as a male hormone, but we still need some testosterone. Testosterone helps us with muscle tissue. It helps us maintain our tissue. It increases our sex drive, our libido, blood cell production, bone mass, brain, our mood. It is beautiful to have the right amount of testosterone, not too much testosterone as a woman. All right. We have our thyroid hormones, which is TSH and T4 and free T3. Our thyroid, as you know, through the podcast, we need to have that balanced because otherwise our metabolic rate tanks and we might start gaining weight if we're hypo or low thyroid. It helps with our mood. It helps with our digestion. It helps with brain function. Our TSH tells our body how much free T3 or the active thyroid hormone we need to make. So if, you know, if you're on thyroid medications, like T4 thyroid medications, go back and listen to some of our podcasts, because unfortunately T4, if you're not converting it over to the active form of T3, your numbers might be looking okay, but you still don't feel right. And I see that with so many people where their doctor continues to tell them that their labs are okay 
but they're like, I'm not gaining I'm, or I'm gaining weight. I'm not losing any weight. I'm still, my hair's falling out. My, my eyebrows are still gone. Like, I just don't, I'm tired. Like, I don't get it. Again, we want to look from a functional perspective, not just kind of supplementing with something just to get a lab number correct. I want to actually make sure your body is functioning correctly. So the other thing, this is what we've always said within the naturopathic and holistic world, your adrenals, they sit on top of your kidney glands. They control our energy and they are the first ones to go. So I always tell people by the time thyroid shows up, adrenals have long gone. And we don't ever look at adrenals within traditional medicine. They look at it on two ends of the spectrum of way too much cortisol or way too little cortisol, which is Cushing's or Addison's disease. But they don't look at the in-between numbers when we're under a ton of stress on what's happening to our cortisol numbers. Because either our cortisol can be super high, which is going to make us gain weight, belly fat, or... We've done it for so long and we've lit the candle from both ends for so long, we are full-blown fatigued. And then that's when we start to see the cascade. All of these hormones, they've all got to be perfectly balanced, you guys. They all are so intricate. And it's so important for females to get your adrenals under control before menopause because your adrenals pick up the slack of what your ovaries are no longer doing once we go into menopause. So if you're already tired and fatigued and like, you're get up and gone, got up and went a whole long time ago. And then you go into menopause. Guess what? It's going to be a little bit more of an issue. So we want to get that balance prior to getting into menopause. Not many people are talking about that. That's a very holistic approach that we need to look at, right? So there are certain things that happen. We also have DHEA. We have cortisol that I just spoke about and pregnenolone. And something happens when we're seriously stressed. And this was what was going on with me years ago with my whole health challenge. There is something called the pregnenolone steel. So pregnenolone is formed. So uh, cholesterol, which is actually a good thing to have in the right amounts of numbers, but cholesterol is what makes our hormones. So it's like up here. And so pregnenolone is made from cholesterol. And then what happens, it can go into this route to make our sex hormones, or it can go into this route to make stress hormones, cortisol. And when we're under a ton of stress, our body will grab that pregnenolone. And instead of shunting it this way to make your sex hormones, it's going to shunt it this way. And you're going to make a whole lot more cortisol. So we've got to be able to support all of this and keep our cortisol levels in check. So those are things like going back to the podcast and, and listening to some of the meditation ones on how to just normalize your cortisol, the EFT, the emotional freedom technique, tapping podcast. Listen to those that shows to normalize cortisol huge on some of the research. So this is when we stop watching the news before bed, because these are the reasons like that skyrockets your cholesterol or your cholesterol, not your cholesterol, your skyrockets, your cortisol. And so what happens is your body innately thinks you are running from a bear. And instead you watch the 11 o'clock news and saw what was going on. So cut the stressors out of your life that you have control over because there's always going to be stressors that we don't have control over. So the ones that we can control, let's minimize them. All right. So we talked about that pregnenolone steel. So like I said, I want you to remember progesterone is that hormone. It increases fat burning. It makes us feel absolutely amazing. Um, it's higher in those days of our cycle when we just feel spot on. Like, you know, those days when you're like, everything is happening. Or this, just the world is amazing right now. 
So how can we best eat for our periods with our keto, right? How do we do this? First off, day one of your cycle. Day one is the day you start to bleed, ladies. All right. So I think there's a lot of um, just confusion. Sometimes we don't know. We know we have a 28-day cycle. We know we have a 30-day cycle or a 32-day cycle, but we don't know where to start counting on that. Day one is actual physical bleed day. All right. So first day of your period. So maybe your period's three days, maybe it's five days, maybe it's seven days. We're going to look at that. Our hormone levels are the lowest at this time period. So estrogen, so what has happened is progesterone has just dropped, which is why your uterine lining is shutting. All right. The progesterone is what keeps a baby in place. So when there's no implantation of an egg, that uterine lining sheds, which is what you are bleeding. All right. So day one is bleed day. And that's when our hormones are the lowest. So we might be tired. If you start to pay attention to that, you know, those mornings when you're like, gosh, I just can't get out of bed. Why am I so tired? Oh, my period started great. Another way just, I'm already tired. There was a reason you were tired. Your hormones are low. So it's okay to take it easy those days, right? It's okay to just kind of sleep a little bit extra, or it's okay to say, I just kind of want to stay home today, but here's let's get realistic. Who can do that now? Like we can't call into work saying my period started. I'm just staying home. I'm going to lay it on the couch. I'm taking it easy today. Reality is that can't happen. But in essence, this is when, this is why we're tired. This is why things are a little bit more sluggish at that time period, why we're feeling that way. So I want you to understand that as estrogen slowly starts to increase throughout our period, we're going to start noticing, yeah, our energy is coming back a little bit more. This is like that very first day. You're okay. Let's just, if we're going to do exercise, a nice simple walk is fine because we might not have the energy to do a high intensity workout at that point. But as estrogen slowly increases, we're going to notice a little bit more. If obviously when we're bleeding, we are losing iron. This is a good time period to eat iron rich foods. This is a great time period to be zero carb. This is great to be carnivore, right? Like doing a lot of beef or just whatever your iron rich foods are, right? Beef, let's get some bone broth even would be amazing to do at this time period. Um, lots of extra collagen. So, you know, you can look at your greens if you want to do that, your iron rich greens too. The other thing, if you can cook liver, this would be a fabulous time for that. But again, as you've heard in the podcast, I, I'm going to, I'm honest. I am not a person that can cut up organ meats and cook them. That's just not my thing to do. So I supplement with liver supplements. So I do a lot of organ supplementation. And so I do this, especially increase it during these few days, because I know I am bleeding. If you are bleeding really heavy, this is probably something to do a little bit more. But I'm also going to tell you a lot of times when we're estrogen dominant, we might have really excessively heavy periods. And as we start to balance out our hormones, as you start to take the estrogens out of your foods, right? Like as you start to buy more organic foods, we're going to start noticing things balancing. This is also, I do so much with our female patients where we help give different hormonal support. It is not the bioidentical hormones, but I do a lot of herbals, like herb supplements to help to normalize. They are adaptogenic herbs. 
So wherever you're at, it's going to normalize. We get the adrenals under control, which in turn is going to help your ovaries. We also do some stuff just to help balance out the ovaries. We also look at some products. This is something that you can start looking at to help pull out some of the excess estrogen in your body are DIM supplements. Those are really good. Cruciferous vegetables are very good to help pull this out too. Um, you can find all sorts of supplements over on my store with this. And I'll put some of the links in below that might be very beneficial for you during like, if you're struggling with rough periods, know that you shouldn't have to be. All right. This is something I also talk to all my chiropractic patients about what happens when the bones go out of place, especially in the low back. Those are the nerves that go to the uterus and ovaries. So again, chiropractic is all about keeping the brain in that spinal cord connection properly. So brain's constantly sending signals to all organs of your body. The bones are out of place. Those nerve signals are not going to get proper. Every female new patient that walks into my practice, I ask her what her periods were like. Even if she's 90, I want to know what her periods were like, because I can guarantee you the woman that always struggled with her periods throughout life also dealt with constipation or diarrhea issues earlier on, and now has low back pain at 90 years old. It is all the same set of nerves. So if you've been struggling with them and you don't have a chiropractor, I would suggest seeing a chiropractor as well, just to help get everything functioning properly. All right. So that is our first week of our period, right? As like about day seven comes around, we start noticing our mood gets a little bit better. And so this is as estrogen starts to increase, it's a slow climb up. All right. So now, you know, we got day seven and now we're going to be doing, like I said, that's when we can do the, the low carb. We can do very strict carnivore type time periods until two days prior to ovulation. Ovulation is when the egg is released. All right. So most of us, if we're doing a 28 day cycle, it's about day 14. Some people could be day 10. It's different for everybody. Ladies, guys, you might want to cover your ears if you're listening to this, if you don't want to know some different ways that you can figure out on your ovulation. Some women will actually feel like an, uh, an egg being released. They feel the pain in their ovaries, but there is a mucus, right? That little cervical mucus gets a little bit thicker during that time period of ovulation. So you can notice that body temperature also starts to increase. So if you're tracking temperature, you can start to see that exactly when that's happening. So Typically you'll notice, um, a lot of women, I think we're pretty in tune, right? We can, we know when we're ovulating. So at that time period, two days prior to ovulation, ovulation, two days after ovulation. So this is when we can start doing about 20 to 50 grams of carbs, start increasing them a little bit. This is when you can start testing your carbohydrate, um, your levels as to what, like your adaptation levels, what's your tolerance. How many carbs can you do? Can you do the 50 grams? Cause check it the next morning. And if you're still in ketosis, this is beautiful. You are fat adapted, right? So 20 to 50 grams of carbs. That's fine. All right. During this time period. So we also want nice glutathione rich foods or a glutathione supplement to help with just detoxification. Um, we want this stuff within our body, right? It's so good for mitochondrial support. There's so many different benefits of glutathione rich foods. So like I said, again, if you're doing keto, when we're doing keto, we need to make sure we're choosing cleaner cuts of animal proteins. We need to be choosing, if we're doing dairy, we want to be looking more toward the organic. All right. If it's not an option for you, I want you to at least look for the dim supplements to try to start getting rid of some of the excess estrogen that you are building up through all of this. And this is a great time and even start to increase some detoxification support capsules because we want to really help clear that stuff out of our body. All right. 
So week two, estrogen continues to, to increase until it peaks at day 14 of ovulation. And this is when it starts to drop, right? So this is when the egg is released. Um, Higher estrogen also kind of increases endorphins. So little little thing you may have noticed. Women, um, we know like typically before our period, maybe we have some breast tenderness or we're just more achy before our period. Um, ladies, if you go and get waxed, like that's when it really hurts. All right. Like you're getting your eyebrows waxed and you're like this. Why does this hurt so bad now versus last time it didn't pay attention to when you are in your cycle? It's going to be easier to tolerate. You have more uh, pain tolerance in the first half of your cycle versus the last 14 days. All right. So pay attention to that. Premenstrual things are going to be a little bit more sore. So just a little tidbit for you. Um, higher estrogen levels, like I said, increase those endorphins. And um, this is when as estrogen right before, before it drops there, when estrogen and testosterone are great for high intensity workouts at this point. They're going to help with some bone, you know, your bone and your muscle uh, development. So this is when, when high intensity workouts and resistance training, weight training is fabulous here. So now after ovulation, guess what? They get went up and now progesterone starts to go up right after ovulation because the egg is there. It's giving you the opportunity to implant that egg. So your progesterone is going to raise up. All right. Your other hormones have already started to decrease. Sometimes you're a little bit more hungry. This is right. Like after ovulation going toward about day 21. Now we might become a little bit more hungry. And so that's okay. As we're increasing some of our carbs again, right? This is like that 20 to 50 grams of carbs. Okay. All right. And then think of it now, like our libido might start to drop. It was raising in that first half. And now it starts to drop again, go back to what's happening with our hormones. Like our, our libido goes up in case we want to make a baby. And then after the egg has been released, whether baby was made or not, libido might drop because you, there was a window here to make a baby and we passed that window. Does that make sense? So uh, we might start noticing into this last week, we're craving carbs, right? That last week, this is our PMS week. This is when we're looking toward the foods that we love, right? Like the chocolates or whatever it is. This is when we can really start to increase our carbohydrates. This is when we're really going to try to knock ourselves out of ketosis. All right. But I wanted to give you the science because there are some women that you might be like, I don't really crave. Like, to be honest, I, this isn't me. I get it during ovulation. Like I am hungry at that time period. Okay. We're going to cater it to you. Go to hundred grams of carbs during ovulation and let's set, test your tolerance, but we're going to knock ourselves out of ketosis at that point. Majority of women, I'm going to say you probably, as long as your hormones are in nice, this intricate balance, you're probably going to be craving carbs that week before your period. And that's okay. I want you to be okay with living life. I want you to be okay with getting in and out of ketosis and not feeling bad if you ate the chocolate because I don't want you to beat yourself up anymore, right? Like I say this all the time. If we spoke to our best friend, the way that we talk to ourselves, we would not have that best friend, right? I mean, I've had the friendships where they've been really mean and I've cut them out of my life, right? We all have. And so I want you, like you are your best friend. You are your best advocate. 
I want you to be okay with who you are and speak loving, kind words, because we can go into so much with our subconscious mind on this, but it's okay if you want some chocolate this week. I just want you to test your ketone levels tomorrow. So that way you see what happens. Now, this is not the night to go drink a full bottle of wine, right? Like, come on, like, let's, let's get our limits. All right. But it is okay to knock yourself out of ketosis for that week, because guess what? You know, as soon as we go back to day one, bleed perfect time for carnivore, perfect time for zero carbs. And now you are working with your body instead of against your body. And it becomes that beautiful, intricate dance. And you're not doing the crazy drunk dance party, the frat party dance, right? You're not doing that. It is a beautiful dance. Your hormones are working with you instead of against you. All right. I don't want you to muscle through it. That type A willpower, like I get it. I'm I'm that person. And that type A willpower is what caused me to lose my health. And I don't want you to do that, right? Like that was a horrible time period for me. I want you to be okay with yourself. Like I've had to go back and really learn to love myself because that was what stemmed my whole process of what I did years ago was because I felt like I wasn't good enough for the guys. I felt like my patients judged me when I told them I didn't eat sugar because I was fat. And so I did what I did and I lost all that weight. And I had like, you know, my sir, I lost chunks of hair. My energy was gone. I didn't have a period for months. And the guys would walk up to me and tell me how sexy I looked. And I felt like I wanted to kick them. I don't want anybody to ever go through that. I want you to know that you are beautiful. You are amazing. And we are going to thrive at this. We're going to kick some butt and take names, all right, because you know how to do this right. You are know how to cycle in and out of ketosis. So figure out where you're at in your period this month, and let's figure out for your next cycle, like when you are right before, like that day 22, when you start craving carbs, and this is, again, if you're a 28-day cycle, it might be, that's a day 20, 22. If you're a 30-day cycle, then we're going to look at maybe day 25. You'll figure it out. Like, start charting it. You probably have an app. Like, I don't have the apps, but I chart it on a calendar, right? You know, we innately know when we are hungry, when we want carbs, let's plan next month. We're going to kick ourselves out of ketosis. But if you have already reached all your goals for this month throughout this program, we're okay to cycle carbs. If you are, if you just happen and you're listening to this day and this is day 22 and you know your period is going to start in about six to seven days, that's okay. Let's play around. Let's start. Let's. All right. You guys are amazing. You have got this. Let's have this intricate, beautiful dance. Did you like that episode? I absolutely love having the opportunity to interview some of the best and brightest guests and to share them with all of you. So if I may ask you a huge favor, I would love it if you went on over to Apple Podcast and gave us a review. I personally read each and every one of them as they come in and I am always inspired by your feedback. So I would be so appreciative if you did that. And here is the legalese. 
All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.